My name is Maria Fulsado and this is My Life Wildlife. I'm the refuge manager for Eisenbeck National Wildlife Refuge in Cold Bay, Alaska. I'm a new arrival. I'm a transplant from Minnesota and I arrived in Cold Bay early June. So I left Minnesota in May, made my way through Canada and Alaska and arrived on the ferry in June. But I grew up in southeastern Minnesota, Red Wing, which is along the Mississippi River and bluff country, essentially. I've always been interested in the outdoors. I guess part of the love for being outside started with my family. I grew up in a hunting family, but then I was also able to participate with an outdoor education program. It's called the Environmental Learning Center in Red Wing. And that program actually took kids outside. It was like rock climbing, kayaking, canoeing, winter camping. I mean, they would take you turkey hunting, duck hunting. It taught you things like how to build a one match fire so that you could stay warm in the outdoors if you ended up being stranded. I built snowshoes, so it was all encompassing and it encouraged anybody to get outside in any form or fashion that interested them. So I did that all throughout high school and I actually progressed to what they referred to as the instructor program. And you were like an assistant instructor, so you went on the trips and mentored the next generation of kids coming through. And as a reward, if you will, at the end, we did an instructor trip and that was actually to Alaska. I was 18, 17, 18, and we did a sea kayaking trip. Our group was really motivated. We really wanted to see Alaska. It's this like last frontier, right? That most people want to see, but don't get to experience. And so we did actually a bunch of fundraising. We did the, you know, we did the hot dog stands and the bagging the groceries and somehow we raised enough money and we actually flew from Minnesota to Washington and then we took the ferry. We did a lot of planning, a, little, a lot of logistics. We did some trips to Lake Superior to practice like essentially cold water rescues. We, you know, we packed all our gear for the duration of our trip. So we had, you know, the bare barrels and the sea kayaks and we planned out our routes. We incorporated the tides and it's just a fantastic learning experience because you have to take responsibility for everything that you're doing, right? If something goes wrong, you know, it's, it's the entire crew that ends up kind of paying for that mistake. So it taught you a lot of responsibility, but then also the reward at the end was, you know, exponential because you, you and your group made it from A to Z and you were successful at it. I've never felt so small. <laughs> See kayaking in that area. I mean, you're just a tiny person in a kayak and you look around and I had never experienced anything like it. I was very lucky. I, I, I found my first job on actually uh, my brother forwarded me the link. We were both studying biology. He's a couple years older. He was looking for jobs. He saw a link for a job at Rice Lake National Wildlife Refuge outside of McGregor, Minnesota. And it was for, it was a park ranger actually. And I applied and I got an interview and I, you know, I was selected for the position and I worked for a fantastic refuge manager there who gave me a lot of different opportunities. Like I said, it was a park ranger position and they had actually hired two additional biotechs. And as the opportunities presented themselves, she would allow me to, you know, go out with them in the field. I also manned the visitor services station for the, um, it was a big birding area. So I ran the visitor center on the weekends and it just gave me a little bit of diversity and it made me realize that it was something that I could 
that I could continue to explore various options within the Fish and Wildlife Service and to really hone in on um, the area that I wanted to end up with or in, I guess I should say. So while I knew I had enjoyed my job, I knew that um, my visitor services job was great, but that the biotech jobs that the other two had were even better. <laughs> and the next summer, that's what I did. And I actually ended up working for the same manager, just at a different station. I just knew that the days went by much quicker when I was outside. So it didn't matter if I was helping somebody do a bird survey or if I was doing a forest inventory in the Nelson Trevino bottoms along the Mississippi River. The hands-on aspect of getting in a boat, going to the, the work site, spending all day in the woods, and then coming home at the end of the day, that's really what I enjoyed. It really at that point in time, didn't matter what I was doing outside so long as I was outside. Yeah, I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely a middle of nowhere person. I don't know, I guess probably for me, always being outdoors and getting outside has been kind of an escape and where I feel happiest and most comfortable. You know, I, I love the winters, I love snow. I love getting out with my dog, just getting away from people and getting away from the hustle and bustle of everything else that's going on has always just been where I can reset. I don't reset when I'm surrounded by people. I reset when I'm in nature and when I can take time to either, you know, watch the stars or watch the snowflakes fall or birds coming in overhead and landing on a lake or a pond, a wetland. To me, that's the comfort zone. You put me out of my comfort zone when I'm surrounded by people and when I'm in uh, very populated areas, if you will. So I went to, I actually was selected for the assistant manager position at Big Stone National Wildlife Refuge. And that was the stepping stone. I still, since it was a small staff, was able to do a lot of the field work, but it blended more with the supervisory and the management and the, the mentoring and the leadership position. And I, I was able to get a little taste of that. And I decided that there were so many people that had helped me along the way. There were so many uh, supervisors that, you know, saw potential, developed, gave you the opportunities. And so at that point in time, it's like, okay, well, a lot of people have given to me. It's time for me to give back. And the position at Cold Bay was advertised and, and I applied and here I am. Eisenbeck is unlike anything that I've experienced. It's a completely intact landscape. It, it has a fun. It is a functioning ecosystem. In comparison to, I come from Minnesota. It's a heavily agricultural area. There's a lot of farming. There's a lot of the prairie's been converted. The wetlands have been drained. So it, there's a lot of human presence, if you will. And when you arrive at Eisenbeck, there's a little bit of that. There's you know a few roads. There's a few trails, but really. Overall, it's a pristine ecosystem where if you want to be the only one out, all you have to do is go park your truck on the side of the road and, and hike 30 minutes and you can experience the feeling of being in a place all by yourself. Just with nature, you can you know hear the wildlife, you can hear the birds, you can eat berries along the way. You have salmon, you have bear, you have caribou, you have shorebirds, you have waterfall migrating through. I mean, it's just... To me, everything's connected. <laughs> so without one, you know, what, what do you have or what are, in, where do, what are the impacts if you lose one? Anyone that loves the outdoors 
loves wildlife in any capacity would be able to find, I think, joy out here. The experiences that I had growing up, I would hope would be available to the next generations to come. And I feel as though one way to ensure that is to work in natural resources and, and try and do our best to protect and conserve it for, you know, the future generations to come. And so that's really why I do what I do. I mean, I, I'm obviously very passionate about the outdoors, so I really do it because I've enjoyed it and I want others to enjoy it. I, you know, I don't have children, but I have nieces and nephews and the smiles they get when they, you know, go fishing and <laughs> pull a little sunfish out of a lake. You know, I want others to have that opportunity. I think in, in Alaska, we're very fortunate because there's a lot of public land, but in other states, it's, it's a little bit different scenario. And so the ability for all of Americans to be able to step outdoors and find a place where they can connect with nature, I think that that, that is very important. This has been My Life Wildlife, a production of the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, Alaska Region, Office of External Affairs. Producers Lisa Hupp and Chris Pacheco. Produced and story edited by David Hoffman for Citizen Race Car. Audio editing, sound design, and original music by Garrett Tiedemann. Artwork by Michelle Lawson. In Alaska, the employees of the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service are shared stewards of world-renowned natural resources and our nation's last true wild places. The lands and waters of this place we call home nourish a vast and unique array of fish, wildlife, and people. Our hope is that each generation has the opportunity to live with, live from, discover, and enjoy the wildness of this awe-inspiring land and the people who love and depend on it.